Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind is a Matter podcast. I'm Alyssa, your host, and today it is 10.58 p.m. I literally just got off work, and oh my god, what a day it's been. And I actually have, like, really, really exciting news, though, just to share. So I am going to start networking in Miami next month with a very good friend of mine. He is also... I don't know if you guys know who Ashanti is. She's a very famous singer, you know, very big in like the early 2000s and stuff. I freaking love her. Oh my God, I love love me some Ashanti. But he is her bodyguard. And so pretty much I'm going to be modeling for his clothing line. And she might be there, but she's also working on a few projects that are, because, you know, she's a big activist when it comes to domestic violence and mental health awareness and it's kind of where I come in and you know I was talking to him there's a lot of things in the works right now and pretty much I just big things big things I'm really excited for but overall he is gonna be really helping me jumpstart so much with the connections that he has and obviously bringing like plugging me into the social media network influencers who you know he may know possible celebrities who knows anything that I can that I can get my hands on to get this podcast out there to you know express my ideas show who I am and every you know everything that I'm pretty much standing on when it comes to mental health awareness you know healing your inner child healing yourself bringing yourself that peace and of course walking away from toxic situations especially domestic ones that is physically emotionally and verbally abusing you so I'm super excited that's kind of like what's been going on that I've been kind of under the wraps working on behind the curtain or whatever so I'm just I'm super excited you know it's only been what two weeks since I released this podcast and everything is just it's it's coming together like I know I am meant to do this (laughs) so big things are gonna gonna be coming and you know my name is gonna be known soon and it's I just want my name to be connected to just a person that helps a person that heals a person that is willing to just stretch her hand out in any way possible shape or form to you know give an opportunity to someone to truly change their perspective on their life and just overall bringing peace back into themselves Cause that's my overall goal here. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not getting paid to do this. And honestly, the networking that I'm doing, I just want to, I just want to reach more people. I want this to spread to so many ears and listeners. So that way, you know, if my words can help, I want to be able to reach so many more people. Cause I know I can, I know I can do this. <laughs> I get overwhelmed sometimes because you know I'm like, okay, Alyssa, come down from cloud nine. It's okay. But sometimes I just. I get ahead of myself, but there's nothing wrong with you getting ahead of yourself, you know? So anyways, um, (laughs) what today's episode is actually going to be about is red flags and how to, how how to see, I guess, (laughs) God, it's been, it's been a day, like, 
pretty much, you know, red flags in relationships, red flags in friendships, and overall how to navigate them and how to point them out, and obviously remove yourself when you see them. Okay? Awesome. (laughs) So, for today's quote from the Motivation app is, learn to walk away from connections that fade, move on from the people and situations that aren't meant to be a part of your life. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yes. Always, I mean, like I said, people people come into your life during a season and some people aren't meant to carry on the next chapter with you. I've I've had such a hard time really grasping onto this this logic and this, you know, this understanding of knowing when a person is they've completed their time that they needed with you and knowing when their time has expired. Because I mean, I hate to I hate to use this analogy or just like this uh, a way of thinking of people because, you know, people aren't food, but like everybody expires. Everybody's time in your life expires. And, you know, when you try to hold on to something that's already expired, it's already went bad. Like how I look at it is would you keep spoiled milk in your fridge? No, because obviously there's no use for it. It's spoiled. You can't drink it. So you obviously have to throw it out. And I look at that the same way I look at people. You know, I can't keep a person that already expired as much as I want to try and keep them around and keep them in my life. Obviously, that's not doing anything for me because their time is gone. Their time is up. (laughs) And I noticed that when people try to, you know, oh, my God, I was going somewhere with this. (laughs) When people try to keep, you know, others in their lives, like they try to force the expiration date a little bit longer you know, obviously nothing good comes out of that because, like, like I said, you can't make anything good with spoiled produce. <laughs> you can't do anything with spoiled people. They're already, it's already gone bad. You can't, there's no coming back from that. There's no rejuvenating it. So allow people to come, allow people to go and just be accepting of when it's time to let go. So that was a really good quote for the day. But yes, getting into the red flags, how to navigate them, how to point them out, how to see them when they are in front of your face. Because listen, it's not a circus. You are not a clown. You need to pay attention to the red flags when people are encountering, encountering, and when people encounter your life. So that way you know when to remove yourself from a situation or from a person because sometimes those red flags really end up biting you furthermore in the ass later on because, man, if I would have just paid attention, I I swear to God, if I would have just paid attention and listened, (laughs) acknowledged the red flag, it could have saved me a lot of time, a lot of hurt, (laughs) a lot of pain. It could have saved me a lot of time, to say the least. And it could I could have avoided certain situations if I would have just taken the red flag for what it is and just removed myself altogether. But with no further ado, let's get into this episode. So let's start off with the red flags in relationships. So obviously, you know, red flags in a relationship could include excessive jealousy, frequent lying, you know, also you should... Um, be aware of a partner who frequently criticizes you or puts you down or another major red flag is like unwillingness to compromise like 
relationships should never be one-sided like let me just say that like if you feel like your relationship is one-sided like you're doing all of the work you're doing all the compromising then mm, <laughs> that's not okay <laughs> because I feel like we're always told to steer clear of people who exhibit like red flags in relationships but exactly what common signs should we be looking out for like whether you're dating a new guy or a girl a long-term boyfriend or a girlfriend or even in marriage you may not be aware of the warning signs like red flags like constant put downs can signal a kind of emotional abuse which is relatively common and you know it can be it, it can help to know which red flags to look out for so that you can proceed with caution or cut things off if it's necessary. So what are the red flags in a relationship? So relationship red flags are warning signs that that are there that oh wait, sorry. <laughs> so relationship red flags are warning signs that there may be unhealthy patterns or behaviors between you and your partner. Oftentimes, especially in new relationships, lust and love can cloud your judgment. Oh my God. Sometimes the whole, you know that saying, love is blind, like love can blind you. It sure as hell can. Like in relationships that I've been in in the past or, you know, just situationships, wherever the fuck the case may be, I completely did not did not acknowledge the red flags because I was just so mesmerized by this person like oh I felt validated like because they wanted me you know like I said I'm learning along this journey just as much as you guys are and sometimes people feed our ego and we like we we kind of thrive off of that we're like oh they're making me feel so important like they're making me feel wanted and needed so when we when that happens, it kind of blinds us and it kind of blindsides us too with like not paying attention to the red flags that are going on in the relationship or the situation that you're in with this other person. And, you know, more well-known red flags may be abusive behavior and aggression. However, some red flags in relationships are easy to miss, like toxic behaviors like manipulation, gaslighting, and narcissism can slip under the radar and you know we spoke um we spoke in the past about how a lot of times you know toxic women will use manipulation to get a man to stay with them or you know men will manipulate a woman or gaslight her out of her own reality of feelings to make her second guess her own thoughts and her how she really is feeling internally and you know that is a big red flag when someone is not validating or making your feelings important and not showing you that they're prioritizing that, they're prioritizing your feelings and making you, making it known, not just to you, but also to themselves that, listen, this person is coming to me about something that I've done. Let me not gaslight them because I don't want to take responsibility of my own actions. A lot of times people gaslight because they don't want to take responsibility of what they did to you. And I seen this quote. Oh my God. I seen this quote on Instagram. It says, they're not speaking to you because they owe you an apology. <laughs> There's a lot of people that owe me a fucking apology that I haven't heard from. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. You know, sometimes I always say this to myself. Closure is a fucking scam. It really is. It is a huge scam. What was that? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that, but it was like the back of my throat. Jesus. But no, like, closure is a huge scam. I moved on without an apology. I moved on with my life without 
understanding why they hurt me or why they did this or, you know, why they were narcissistic towards me and why they caused me this trauma. I moved on with my life. Life goes on. Time goes on. Sometimes as much as us humans like to know the answer to everything, sometimes not knowing the answer, you're probably better off without knowing because I've gotten answers to things that I should I honestly should have just left alone. You know, it kind of opened up wounds again for me that I personally I would have been better off not knowing the answers. <laughs> so there's that. And uh, let's see. So the first red flag, obviously, is frequent lying. Red flag. If they're lying, they don't they do not value the truth. One, and they don't respect you to tell you the truth. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's kind of common sense. If someone is lying to you, they're, they're obviously keeping something from you, one, or they're just, they just don't value the truth. And if someone does not value the truth, then that someone obviously wants to keep everything in their favor. A lot of times people will lie because they don't want to face the consequences of the truth that that lie, that that truth could bring to them. They don't want to deal with it. So of course they're going to lie because if that truth was brought up, if that honesty was brought up, then that gives the other person, the other, the other player, it gives them, a, it gives them an option whether they're going to accept that truth or they're going to slide it back and be like, no, thank you. People that are on the other side who are lying or who have told the truth, they don't want to give you that option. And it took me so many years to understand this about liars about people in my past that have lied to me like I've never understood because I've been I've always been the type of person where I'm so understanding you seriously do not have to lie to me I fucking get it I get it life happens your emotions might shift your feelings might change it is what it is but I've always made it very clear to anybody that is in my life that ever has encountered me or came to you know it doesn't you know you guys know what I'm talking about so I've never understood like why people just found the need to lie, but nine times out of 10 people lie because one, I do come across as someone who can benefit having in their lives. And if they did me wrong, that the consequence of them doing me wrong is never hearing from me again. Like my look back is you never hearing me from me again, <laughs> you not having access to me. And that, and sometimes that implements fear in people. Because they know the type of person that I am and the value of my presence, of my energy being in their lives and what I can offer to them. So people are selfish. They'd rather go about their lives, do what they want to do behind the curtain and lie instead of be, instead of being an adult and just telling the truth. Like everybody wants to, every, like it's so funny, everybody wants to be an adult and act grown until it's time to sit down and actually communicate with each other like and being honest with each other no one like no one's ready for that conversation <laughs> so first red flag obviously lying so in a relationship if you're constantly catching your partner being dishonest that is not a good time you know there's like this quote it says we're all guilty of telling white lies however if you notice that your partner is constantly is consistently deceiving or getting caught in lies it is a red flag and that was a quote from Samara Quintero a licensed marriage and family therapist in choosing therapy so 
these can be small lies like being dishonest about where they're going or big lies like not telling you how much debt they have (laughs) so there's big lies and there's little lies but either way lying is just it's not okay either way you want to look at it like I feel like especially if you're in a relationship with someone or you're in a friendship with someone like I feel like honesty truly holds such a higher value than comforting someone with a lie I'd rather be told the truth I'd rather be hit with the truth and sit with that than be comforted with a lie I I will choose the honesty I will choose the truth over a lie any day and you know being lied to over and over again can make it difficult to build a solid foundation in the relationship or or honestly destroy one that you've already built like Imagine having a relationship with someone and just finding out everything, everything's been a lie. (laughs) Like you second guess everything. And let me tell you something, trust in a relationship truly is the foundation of a relationship. You can love somebody, you can give your heart to them, you can give your all to them. But I promise you, if trust is not in the middle of that relationship, it doesn't matter how much you may love this person because in the back of your mind, you're going to be second guessing yourself every single time when they tell you something. You're going to be like questioning it. And listen, anytime I got to question somebody or I got to fact check you, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. If I got to look like, if I got to go through your phone, if I even got to touch your fucking phone, that's a wrap. Red flag immediately. Like that. that's like... That is a light bulb for me to be out of there because I should not have to sit here and question you or fact check you in our relationship because then that tells me we don't have any trust. I don't trust you. And if I don't trust you, maybe I shouldn't be with you. You know, I really, I really want you guys to take this time. If you're in a relationship right now and you feel as if that your partner is lying to you, they're being deceitful, they're not being truthful towards you, or you've had the feeling, you had a gut feeling in your heart that they're doing something behind your back and something is telling you to go through their phone nobody will tell on themselves more than themselves and that phone i promise you that the amount of times i've looked at my ex's phone oh my god the holy grail (laughs) the amount of answers i've found out the amount of like and it it sucks man i can't i know we're talking about red flags but i'm just gonna say how hurtful it is to find the truth on your own that's the worst way to find something out, especially when it's not coming from the source itself. And that's, that's why I say lying, it truly doesn't do you any good in the long run, especially when that person that you're lying to ends up finding out the truth. Because to me, and I will say this as long as I live, nobody out there that's ever betrayed me, that's ever lied to me, that's ever done me wrong, they never ended up in a better situation afterwards. And one, I've always found out the truth. You can try your best. You can FBI, or not me, not FBI. You can literally hide the truth as deep and as dark as you possibly can. But that that truth will, will always be brought to the light. Because one, God don't play with me. <laughs> don't, like, don't ever listen. I, like I said, I don't know if you guys are Christians out there. But God does not play about me. And he don't play about his children don't do it. 
to say the least. Cause, okay, this is a little side note. This is like a little side story. I'm sorry. I'm cutting myself off a little bit, but I just got to say the story because this is what's crazy. This is why I say don't fucking lie to me because that shit will it'll either bite you in the ass, karma will do its justice, or, you know, just anything in, the, anything in that sort. So, you know, my ex was very notorious about lying to me, not being truthful, always being deceitful. You know, he cheated on me left and right and bullshit, whatever. How I said... God never lies to me because um, at one point he was he fucked his best friend's girl when I was with him. And his best friend was the one that actually told me about the situation. So you ever had, yo, you ever been in, in a situation where you you know the truth and you bring it up to the person and you just want to get you just want to like see if they're going to lie to you. Yeah, I did that shit. So his his best friend calls me up and he's like, yo, listen, you'll never believe this shit that happened. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, your boy and my girl are fucking. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like she literally just told me. And you know what's fucked up about this situation? This girl literally told his best friend that she wished that she was with him instead. Like she wished that she was with my boyfriend at the time, like my ex. She wished it was like she was with him. And boy, I was like, oh, really now? Okay. I mean, listen, my heart dropped when I, when I, when I heard that. But I try to play it cool, try to keep myself collected. So I hang up the phone with his best friend and I call him up and I'm like, I have a question for you. Is there something you want to tell me? Now, men, if your girl calls you up and she asks you, if the, is there something you want to tell her? You better come clean and correct because I promise you that girl got answers. She got the truth. You're up against the wall. A gun is pointing at your head. You got two seconds to tell her the fucking truth. And if you lie just know hell is about to be risen <laughs> so I call him and I'm like you got something you want to tell me he's like nah babe why what's going on I'm like that's funny because you know I just got off the phone with your best friend Oscar and Oscar he I can say his name because you know he ain't really that important and he ain't even in my life so whatever <laughs> I know I said I wasn't going to disclose names but you know in this case he's just he's kind of like an extra <laughs> so I say that and he's like, oh, what, I didn't even know he had your phone number. What did he say? I was like, oh, you know, he kind of told me this crazy story, actually. But, you know, I want to I want to bring this by you first. I'm going to give you the option right now. You can either tell me the truth or you're going to hear it from me. So you can either be a man and own up to your shit or I can respectfully tell you what he told me not even five minutes ago. This man still, I swear to God, men will lie to you until they actually have, like, until you physically have some type of receipt of proof to, like, to hold up against them. And it was wild to me because my ex was one of them. He literally would lie. He would, he put everything on everybody. He'd be like, on my mom, on my dead uncle, on everybody. Bro, I'm pretty sure that won't, like, <laughs> that woman, and he, every time he put on her, on her life and shit. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't dropped dead yet because that man, he would put everything on that woman's life. <laughs> don't nobody swear on my life, please. <laughs> if you know you lying, don't do it, please. I, I, I pride myself on my life. I value my life. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on my name, okay? So he continues to lie. He's like, I really don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's nothing I have to say. So I'm like, okay, so that we going down this route. All right, so I tell him everything. I'm like, so your boy told me that you're fucking his, his, his girlfriend. This man, the phone went dead, silent. And I'm just sitting here like, so 
what's up? <laughs> you couldn't be a man enough to tell me. So, hmm, interesting. And that's why, like I said, I mean, obviously I was very young, very immature in this relationship. I, I didn't have self-love in the time. So, of course, I stayed in a relationship that was back-to-back with the lying and just the deceitful and just, you know, getting... He manipulated me into staying with him, you know. Again, I can't even like I, I can't even blame him at this point because I have to take some I have to take some fault in the situation. Like I didn't have to stay in that relationship for as long as I did. I honestly stayed in it because I felt somewhat validated when, you know, he would constantly come back to me when I would attempt to leave him and, you know, just shit like that. When you're in a toxic relationship back to back and you're young, you tend to do stupid shit and really not put yourself first. So (laughs) young Alyssa is a different person now, okay? Who I am now is a different person. I don't put up with shit, to say the least. So like I said, Lying is a huge red flag in a relationship. If you're if you find your partner lying to you, just do yourself a favor and get the fuck out of there because they don't value the truth, they don't value you, and they don't value the respect that they have for you to even bring you the honesty. So, number 2, red flag is constant put-downs. So, if a part if your partner is frequently criticizing you or putting you down or even if it's a subtle if if it's subtle or passive aggressive way that can affect your self-esteem like I don't think people really understand how deeply your partner can truly affect how you view yourself my ex did so much damage to me and how I felt about myself because the constant cheating him doing things behind my back him lying to me him sleeping around with other women him you know telling me that there's other women out there that are better than me and not even having to tell me that but like doing that through his actions that like that dwindled my self-confidence that lowered my self-esteem so much and it took me so long to regain that back into myself and truly understand that his actions are no reflection of my worth they're not a reflection of me he's just a shitty individual that wants to stick his dick in anything that walks and has a hole in it like listen if a biscuit had a hole in it i'm pretty sure he'd fuck it (laughs) just saying okay so like I just, I felt so, like, low about myself. I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel confident when I was in his surround, when I was in his presence. And if your partner is making you feel like that, like, you should never feel like that in a relationship. Your relationship should be the most rewarding, most uplifting thing to have in your presence. Because a relationship with a person should be an addition to you, not something that completes you. You should already be completed before you even get into a relationship, okay? That's a conversation. That's a topic for another episode. But I'm just going to say that you should already be completed before you even get involved with another person because no one is going to complete you. Anybody that comes into your life is an addition to you because you are whole as a person. You should be whole as a person, okay? So, yeah, not having that person in your life, especially like not having a positive partner in a relationship with you that's not uplifting you bringing you to your best self is a net like just throw the just throw the whole person away at that point if you're not if you're not making if if you're not making me feel good about myself you're just tearing me down you're you know you're dimming my light you're you're fading out my out my spark just go the just go away please just there's a door there's a door roger you know i don't know everybody anybody who watched sister sister but you know sister sister oh that's my jam (laughs) i'm sorry but yeah so this 
you know, constant put downs, that is a form of emotional abuse. And that emotional abuse can lead to feelings of anxiety, insecurity. Oh, yeah, just anxiety and insecurity in the partnership. And, you know, common examples of, you know, these put downs is you're lucky I'm still with you because you'll never you'll never do better than me. Or you sound so ridiculous when you try to be funny. Like, oh, man. It's, it's kind of triggering for me because I've had those exact, like those exact words said to me at once. And boy, oh Lord, he lucky I got the good Lord in my life now. <laughs> so a study back in 2013 suggested that emotional abuse could be just as harmful as physical abuse, both contributing to depression and low self-esteem. So this red flag should certainly be taken seriously. And, you know, the same let me see the same therapist what was her name oh my god i think i lost it where's my notes okay same therapist samara quintero she had also said that addressing this behavior with your partner is imperative and if they refuse to take responsibility or express a willingness to change it might be time to reevaluate the relationship Ooh, you said that you said it queen as you should because nobody if somebody's not even taking responsibility of their own actions and how they're making you feel after you just address it to them yeah you need to get out of there you need to get your belongings and skedaddle because that is a place that is not for you and you need to you don't need to be in that energy that is that is completely taking away from you you don't need that in your life and there is better out there always remind yourself that there is so much better out there for you don't ever settle. Settling is just a way of not respecting yourself. And like that's how I look at it now. Like if I settle for something, then I'm just pretty much subliminally telling myself that um I don't like you. So this this is what we're going to do now. Like no. If I want it, I'm going to have it. And if it's not what I want, then I'm not going to settle until I get it. Simple as that. A third red flag is an unwillingness to compromise. So if you're in a situation with the person, you're in a relationship, and your partner isn't willing to compromise, even when it comes to the little things, you should proceed with caution. Huge caution sign should be written over your your look at them, your view of them, because if they can't even compromise the little things from you, what makes you think that they're going to compromise bigger things for you? Like... If you're in a relationship with someone who seems to make everything one-sided, you may end up over-compromising and wind up feeling resentful, hurt, misunderstood, and unsatisfied. And that was a quote from Emily Simonin. I pray to God I'm saying her last name right. She's a licensed marriage and uh, and family therapist as well. So, you know, in healthy relationships, it's crucial that you consider each other's needs and desires and that compromise isn't a one-way street. Nobody in a relationship should be feeling like they're doing all the work. Like nobody should be feeling as if, oh my God, I have all of the work on my back. Like my partner's not doing shit. They're not compromising with me. They're not working with me. Like I said, just throw the whole relationship out the window. Like they're not doing anything for you. So obviously you shouldn't be there to begin with. Like If I'm willing to go out of my way to do things for you and you're not willing to do the the same things for me, then maybe we shouldn't be together. 
It's simple as that because a relationship requires a lot of compromising, a lot of understanding, a lot because you're two different people. Like, let, let's start with like with that. You are two different people. Obviously, you guys are not going to be like on the same page every single time. You're going to agree and you're going to disagree. But where the where it really ha- where it really matters the most is agreeing to disagree understanding that you're going to come across disagreements with each other and knowing when to have a conversation if you actually have a partner that knows how to communicate and that knows how to sit down and talk to you and not gaslight you out of trying to compromise with them or trying to make like you ever tried to sit down and have a conversation with them and genuinely just make them understand your needs and your desires and what you want and they're literally start that entire thing into an argument Obviously, that person just doesn't know how to communicate with you. Simple as that. I've, I've dealt with that in my last relationship. Not my, not my most recently, but like I've dealt with that in my six-year relationship. Every single time I try to commu- communicate my feelings, I tried to address something. He would always tell me, oh my God, here we go again. Here you are complaining. Like, listen, if your partner makes, if, makes you feel as if that you addressing something that bothers you is a problem, walk away. You deserve better. And that's going to be another episode too. Like I'm really, I'm going to have a whole episode and that title is going to be You Deserve Better. Things that you shouldn't have to put up with, things that you deserve and just all, like all in all, like just understanding what's willing, what's worth staying, what's worth letting go because <laughs> that shit is unacceptable. I'm sorry. If I can't come to you about my feelings, about my emotions, and you're going to sit there and make me feel like I'm a nuisance, like I'm like it's an inconvenience for you, get the fuck on. There, There's other men, there's other dicks out there with an extra inch, if not two, that will treat me better and fuck me better than you do. Just saying. <laughs> Same thing goes vice versa for, you know, for men too. Like, men, there is better out there for you. Don't settle. Don't settle, kings. There is a better woman out there that will probably suck you off better than she can. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Like I said, my, my podcast is very explicit. This is not meant for children. Okay. <laughs> so fourth red flag, a tendency to run away from difficult discussions. Ooh, love how that just came right in. Like I got all this plan all written out. Just it comes together. So, you know, if your partner lacks the emotional or behavioral skills needed to cope with problems and runs away from them instead of in, instead like of actually dealing with it, that can harm your relationship. And a lot of examples um, are walking away from arguments without hearing you out or ignoring you for days at a time when things get rough. Now, listen, one thing I've noticed about myself, I do not respond well when I'm getting ignored. I don't know about anybody else, but I can raise my hand very fucking high. I don't do well with ignoring. You ignore me, I'm out. We ain't doing that shit. We're grown. If we can't sit down, talk to each other, have a communication, have some type of conversation, and you choose to ignore me, you choose silence. Now, listen, it's one thing if you guys are in a heated argument and both you need to separate for a couple, you know, for an hour or two, you know, to collect yourselves, collect your thoughts, get out of that angry mindset of emotion, that's different. But if this person chooses to ignore you when you're addressing something to them, yeah, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Nope, we ain't doing that. It's healthy over here, boo. You go ignore somebody else. Go ignore Casper the ghost because you ain't about to, you ain't about to ignore me, <laughs> the book. So, 
Um, people who have trouble tolerating these difficult emotions tend to lash out or flee when things are going, things are getting tough, you know, even in healthy relationships, like they will go through rough patches. So, you know, you want to be sure that your partner will communicate effectively with you instead of running away that when things get hard, because obviously nothing is going to be freaking all like sunshine and rainbows some shit's gonna get hard in relationships and some people out there like the second it gets hard they run left and it's like dude like like i always tell everybody that comes across me don't be in a relationship if you're not willing to understand that there's going to be a lot of compromising there are going to be arguments there's going to be a lot of disagreements and things are not going to always be smoothly for you however if things are more rocky for you than good then obviously you shouldn't be in that relationship but you also have to understand the fact that things even in healthy relationships, people go through tough times. But it really, where you really can stem off on how strong your relationship is, how much you love and respect your partner is how are they treating you during those tough times? How are they respecting you when things are not in a good place, when you guys are arguing? That's how you can tell how your partner really feels about you when things are not going good. Just saying. Number five. Controlling behavior and excessive jealousy. So you're in a relationship and the person you're with is very jealous. You know, that can lead to controlling behavior. Oh, I've had so I've had past situations, you know, with an ex of mine that was very controlling. He did not like the way like he didn't like me going out with my friends. He didn't like me hanging out with certain girls that were, you know, close friends of mine at the time because they had a certain lifestyle like you know, they did their thing and he didn't like that. He didn't respect that. Now, it's one thing for a partner to kind of want to look out for you and be like, you know, I don't think this group of girls or group of guys is really, I don't think they got you. I don't think they got your, I don't think they have, what's that saying? Um, they don't have your highest in your favor. I don't even know. I don't, it's not coming to me right now. But you guys, I think I, you guys, when I'm, you're picking up what I'm putting down. So, like, it's one thing if a partner's like, I don't think they have your best interest. You know, they don't, I don't think they're going to bring really good things for you or it's just not the best company to be surrounding yourself with. That's different. But if a person is literally deliberately like giving ultimatums, like you can't be around this person, like they're making demands as if they're your father, or your mother. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> you can get the fuck on with yourself because ain't nobody going to tell me what the fuck I can and can't do. You are not about to tell me what who and who I can't hang out with. And now, listen, it's different if it's with a person that you had past history with. Obviously, this is common sense. I'm assuming that the people that are listening to this have the common sense to understand this. Obviously, don't be friends with someone that you had history with. Don't be fucking around with people that you've, like, just any anything like in that sort that you've had history with. Just keep it plain and simple. Keep it short and sweet. Don't fuck around, don't be around, and don't befriend people that you've had history with. It's just have basic, it's basic respect for your partner. Simple as that. So, uh, an example of like a controlling behavior is like your partner might feel jealous, you know, when you have a social life outside of your relationship. And honestly, oh, that's how you know you're dealing with like, I don't know, is that like a narcissistic talk? Like, um, a narcissistic uh, characteristic or trait, I think. Like, because they just want to have full control over you. Like, they don't want you to have any outside outlets out that, outside of them because they just want you to need them 100%. They want you to be codependent on them fully. 
your attention has to be fully on them and I feel like that is so like it's not it's so overlooked now like people feel as if like they get so like wound up into their relationship that they lose their friendships and when they get out of that relationship there they have no one to turn to that's why I feel like it's so healthy to make sure that you maintain your friendships while you're in a relationship and also if your partner literally like tells you like babe like go go hang out like he like they give you that freedom they get like not saying that they like they got a choice like they can say yes and no but I'm saying like it's you're in an environment with your partner where you can you're freely you know you can hang out with them and you can also like they don't they don't make it seem as if you have to prioritize them every single like in every aspect of your life in every moment you know they give you that space they give you that girl time that guy time it's so healthy for a relationship to just keep maintaining those friendships outside of it because then when you come back together you know you have those outside friendships you have those you know relationships with other people outside of your main relationship you know so I just think that's like more so healthy and I didn't really have that like my ex would he hated every that he hated the fact that I had a social life and honestly I'm not gonna sit here and lie either because he cheated on me my response to the cheating constantly I like I feared when he was around his friends I hated when he was around his friends and I always said to him like I don't want you being around them because his friends would always encourage cheating I knew his friends his friends were all unfaithful bastards (laughs) given they were in high school but you know like I knew I knew they were the type to encourage it and I didn't want that around because like I feared for the fact that if he was around them they were going to encourage cheating because obviously they didn't respect me and they didn't give a fuck so of course they're going to tell him yeah boy I ain't gonna tell you shit that's why I hate you know when guys be like yo I'm my boy like my boy can tell you I don't give a fuck about what your friend says because I'm pretty sure they're gonna lie for you just as like my girls will lie for me don't play with me (laughs) I may have been born yesterday, but I wasn't. No, what is it? What's the saying? I may have been born yesterday, but I, oh, fuck, I don't even know. You know what? All these goddamn sayings, it's just going through one ear and out the other, and I'm completely forgetting about it, but whatever. So, um, a two, like, just, I always be giving statistics with my, like, with what I'm saying, because I want people to understand, like, this is some statistical shit that I'm speaking. Okay, I got facts behind my, well, I'm trying to, you know, put out there so a 2010 meta-analysis found that as jealousy and found that found that as jealousy in a relationship increased the relationship quality decreased indicating that jealousy harms romantic relationships additionally a 2014 study suggested that people in relationships where a partner acted too possessive in the early stages were more likely to have an unhealthy communication style later in the relationship Bam, mic drop. <laughs> Number six, a lack of health, uh, a lack of healthy open communication. Oh, red flag. Bam, you know. <laughs> so a partner, you know, who turns to passive aggressiveness, blaming or expressing emotions in an aggressive way is exhibiting ineffective communication. Like communication is a foundation of a relationship, like I said. So if you both can't communicate openly in health, like in a healthy manner, you're gonna run into a lot of problems. Like another thing that Samara Quintero had said is, a healthy relationship provides a safe place for both partners to speak openly on their emotions without fear of judgment or criticism. And another, you know, little little resource is a two thousand a two thousand seventeen studied. Studies suggested that communication 
early in a relationship might play a role in future relationship satisfaction. And that satisfaction will communi- with communication in the beginning of a relationship might result in a more impic- Im- 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 my God, I can't even read that. Im- Im- impeccable? Yeah, impe- impe- I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> I wrote this and I can't even remember. Am- impeccable? Oh my God. You know what? I'm just going to like <laughs> scribble that part up. So result in a more... Okay, I can't. This is going to be so pissed off. I'm going to just say a good partnership later on. Uh, like That was just a cinnamon, but not a cinnamon. <laughs> oh, my God. Get it together, Alyssa. Cinnamon. Synonym. <laughs> Number seven. They don't have friends. <laughs> like, listen, I'm a loner sometimes. I stay reserved to myself, but, you know, I always got one at least one friend in my corner you know like I got somebody around me so if the person that you're with doesn't have any friends of their own this can be a red flag for so many fucking reasons (laughs) so one you know maybe they're unable or unwilling to create and maintain friendships with others and that could mean that they lack social skills and having a difficult like, you know, they lack social skills, have a difficult personality, or a negative view of other people. And also another issue with a partner who has no friends is that they may be clingy or demand too much. <laughs> if you're, if not, like, if not all your time, you know, so they may be clingy or demand too much if not all of your time. Like, they might not understand your desire or need to spend time with your friends, which could turn into resentment. So, yeah, sometimes, like, uh, I always I always pay attention, like, to any potential partners that I may have in the future. Like, who do they hang out with? Like, do they have friends? You know, how do they maintain their friendships? Because I feel like friendships are very healthy. I feel it, you know, you don't have to have a bunch of friends, but, you know, at least to have a group of, some, like, you know, amongst your peers, amongst the same age group. You know, I mean, my friends, is, the, age group, the age group is, is off the scale. I got i got friends that are mothers that are in 30s i got friends that are in like their mid-20s you know i'm my friendship my friendship barrel doesn't discriminate you know it's a melting pot of everything (laughs) but yeah no like i feel like friendships are so so important to pay attention especially if your partner doesn't even have any i would that would raise like that's an eyebrow raise like hmm interesting like you don't have friends hmm okay another rim flag they don't, oh no, uh, number eight, they don't show support for you or their relationship. So I'm going to start this off with a source. So according to a 2014 analysis of nine studies on the topic of couple relationships, commitment and support for your relationship and partnership is needed to, to maintain stability. So it turns out that wanting the relationship to last isn't enough. <laughs> Like, instead, people need to actively engage in behaviors that show support for their partner and their relationship as a whole. So if your partner doesn't actively show support for you and the relationship, this could be a red flag. Like, this lack of commitment could cause problems, so many problems down the, down the line. And another red flag, too, like, it's not even listed on here, but I'm just going to add it just just because their relationship with their parents, like, if you're if you're a woman and you have a man you know again like i said 
people come from different backgrounds. I'm not saying like if they're if they don't have a parent, like if they don't have a relationship with their mom or they don't have a relationship with their dad, that doesn't necessarily have to, you know, be a huge like should be a huge like, you know, red flag about them, but I feel like how a man is around his mother if his mother is in his life you know how he treats her how he respects her because if that man can't respect the woman that brought him into this world what the fuck makes you think that he's gonna respect you just saying because if you see this in a relationship with you know with your partner especially if you're dating a guy and you're you know you're in his life and you're he met you met his parents or you met his mom whatever the case may be pay attention to how he treats his mother truly because how he treats that woman will tell you a lot how he's going to end up treating you. And I really should have. That's another fucking red flag I really should have paid attention to with my with my ex because he treated his mom like shit. Seriously. Like, to the point where this woman was in tears from how bad, like, how badly. Like, she would always question herself as a parent, as a mother. Like, what could have I possibly done to make my child, like, treat me like this? Like, oh, Lord, it was so bad. <laughs> It was really, really bad, just to say the least. So yeah, please pay attention to how they treat their how they treat their parents and their elders, how they respect them, because that will say a lot about their character and that will tell you enough that you need enough enough for you to know how they're gonna treat you. And number nine. So oh actually, no, this is not number yet nine. I'm like looking. So let's talk about yellow flags versus the red flags. So Yellow flags can, you know, also be warning signs of potential problems to come. However, they not be they may not be as noticeable or as insidious as a red flag. So, you know, yellow flags might be issues that can be resolved and don't turn that don't have to turn into red flags. You know, like like a simple problem, like a simple, you know, issue that you may have a boy have with a person that may seem like a red flag to you, but maybe this this red flag could be potentially turned into a yellow flag. Like, okay, this can be resolved. This is something that can be communicated between me and this person. And, you know, now that red flag is no longer yellow, is no longer red. So a couple examples of relationship uh, yellow flags include, you know, taking criticism poorly, talking to their ex. <laughs> trauma, 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 trauma. I got with that one. Um, a lack of long-term relationship experience and they don't share their feelings often. So yellow flags, they can be such a bitch. They can be annoying, but they're, they aren't exactly deal breakers. And, you know, obviously, you know, what do you do when you notice red flags in your relationship? So like when it comes to relationship red flags, the best way to handle it is early, honestly, and fairly. (laughs) Like open and honest dialogue with your partner. Express your concerns and feelings and let them do the same thing. Because if you don't address something early on and you just kind of let it, like, you brush it off and you don't really pay any attention to it, it's going to end up biting you in the ass later on. Because any situation that wasn't brought to attention by the person that is causing you that, obviously, they're if they're not aware of what their actions are doing, then they're going to continue to do it. And it's going to end up causing a problem later on in your relationship. So, you know, keep your needs in mind, you know, communicate those clearly and often and try to keep your emotions in check. Because in some cases, you may want to seek the help of, like, you know, you might want to seek out help from a professional, like a marriage counselor or a therapist. So it's always important just be honest with yourself throughout the process and, you know, always lean on family and friends if you have to. So, yeah, like, (laughs) that's a lot to kind of take in. 
you know, this episode, I mean, I can't even sit here and call say that my episodes are short and sweet, but I get a lot of good comments, good feedback on people who do watch my, who do listen and say that, you know, my episodes kind of run pretty smoothly and the time that they're listening, it really goes by so quick that they don't even notice that it's 40 minutes or 50 minutes. <laughs> so yeah, guys, like please just keep an eye out for the red flags that are in and like I'll just point out some other stuff like red flags and friendships too. Like, you know, obviously if you notice that your friend is always trying to one up you, like she's always trying to do things above you or like or I'm trying to think. I have this in my notes. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Um, I'll just look it up. Let me see. I thought I had it. Defined it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, you know, red flags that you're in a toxic friendship is like they only talk about negative things. They don't listen to you and they repeatedly bail on you and they talk about other people behind their backs and they use you to get what they want. So those are pretty much like the big like big big signs that you know you're dealing with the toxic friend or you're in a toxic friendship because you know like I said good friends they're going to be there for you they're not going to give you ultimatums they're not going to sit there and put their always put themselves and their feelings first above yours like if if you needed them they're there for you like they're they're you can depend on them like friendship should like how I value my friends is you know how dependable are you and the same thing is like you know how I am as a friend you know I want I want my friends to understand that, you know, they can depend on me. They if they need me, I'm there for them always. And you know, like I said, life as as adults, you know, life really does hit us and, you know, sometimes shit hits a fan and uh, you know, having friends when you are an adult, sometimes it's hard to maintain. It's kind of hard to like take care of sometimes, but you know, as long as you communicate that, like I'm pretty easygoing. Like I'm such a low maintenance ass friend. Like you really don't got to do much. Just send me some memes. <laughs> Let me know that you're alive. Most of my friends, it's funny, we all we all share each other's um, location, <laughs> you know, for safety pur- for purposes. But you know, me and my friends were all stalkers, so they'd be like, "Where you at?" and shit, and they're like, "Oh wait, I already checked our location." It's funny as fuck. Like, but we're all cool with each other. We're very, you know, subtle with each other. We don't really take shit too seriously, and we all uplift each other. And I think that's the importance of friendship is being each other's biggest support not looking at each other like we're competition, always rooting for the other, you know, wanting wanting all of us to win and, you know, not preying on our downfalls. <laughs> like I've had some toxic friendships before in the past, but, you know, it is what it is. They're no longer in my life. They have been removed and now they have been replaced with amazing, beautiful women that I am so prideful to call my friends and I'm so happy to call my friends. I'm so proud of each and one, each and every one of them. Like, I'm friends with future doctors i'm friends with you know future therapists business owners entrepreneurs like oh my girls are fucking killing it and uh, we're, we're doing so good we're doing the best that we can and that's like the most amazing thing possible so i hope that this episode really helped you guys out you know dignifying the red flags out of relationships really you know seeing if, if potentially they're in your relationship right now that you're dealing with like if you're having these red flags and you're noticing them I promise you you are doing yourself the biggest favor if you remove yourself or you know maybe if you do see these red flags in these people and you communicate with them and they potentially change it because they're just not aware of what they're doing then even better I feel like communication can truly go a long way with anything and so can an apology but at the same time you can still move on without an apology either so 
again, so glad to be putting this, this is my 11th episode. Yeah, my 11th episode. So again, hope this episode helped you out and I will see you back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.